Welcome to the Happy Kids Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by App Judo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Ederson, and welcome to today's show. Today we're talking about how music tames the savage child. Yes, that's true. And if our listeners will remember, just a couple of podcasts ago, I think it was number three, we did a podcast on music to our ears. And that was one where we described how our three grandkids use some of the instruments that are here in the house to play their own music and create their own marching band. (laughs) (laughs) That was a lot of fun. And that is a lot of fun for the kids to do. Today, we're talking about a different subject, though. We're actually talking today about how the kids experience playing music that has been done by others. Now, this started out from the very beginning for our youngest grandchild, because when she was a baby and she came here, I used to sing to her on a daily basis, especially when it was nap time. So she got used to hearing music, and she's very familiar with that gentle tone of Grandma's voice singing. And as she grew and started watching television and listening to videos, things began to really wrap up. We have actually been watching the youngest grandchild since she was born and her mother went back to work. So it's been a whole different experience with us working with her. Now, during the summer, we had a lot of fun with all three of our grandchildren taking them to what we call music in the park. It's an activity that our community provides. And in the community where they live, there's actually a stage production once a week that's put on for the kids. And we had some of our favorites. And I'm going to let Bill introduce you to one of our really special favorites. Uh Well, probably about four years ago this summer, we happened to see a man who is local to our Michigan area. And his name is Guy Lewis, and that's L-O-U-I-S, like in St. Louis. And Guy Lewis performs a program that is just wonderful. He goes into the schools as well during the school year, and he has other venues where he performs. He has a website, and we'll definitely put a link at the end of this podcast on our website for you to go to his website and if you'd like to purchase his albums. Also at our website, I'm going to have posted a video from YouTube with him. It also is about his program through the schools, and it's just wonderful. He has all the instruments that he plays and a lot of the interactions that he does with the kids. He's a real hands-on guy when it comes to kids. (laughs) That's for sure. He had our two oldest grandchildren up on the stage acting out and performing (laughs) during part of his show and especially during the intermission, so it was really really cool for them. The baby was, of course, a baby when we first met Guy Lewis. One of the albums that we absolutely treasure and our three grandkids are absolutely crazy over, it's a collection of Americana. In fact, it's called American Muse. And there's 14 tracks on it. And all of the tracks are famous songs that you sang when you were a child and Your grandparents sang when they were children, get along, little doggies, oh, Susanna, working on the railroad, (laughs) Jimmy Crack Corn, home on the range, Lou, Lou, skip to my Lou, 
the Crawdad song, the Little Brown Jug song, and of course the old lady that swallowed the fly. <laughs> and he's got a huge, huge rendition in the middle of that where he incorporates the uh, coming around the mountain. She'll be coming around the mountain. And of course, I can't do justice to it, but it's just <laughs> wonderful. That was actually the first CD of his that we bought. And we bought some more the following year. But we bought that one and we started to play it in the car. Well, we had just been to the concert. And so it was fun to play it on the way home. We discovered, and that's really one of the reasons for this podcast, and that's certainly the reason for this title, Music Tames the Savage Child. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as you can imagine, if you have three kids in a car, it can really get quite loud and crazy. The older two are only about a year apart. And when they were in the back seat, they were just fighting most of the time. <laughs> and we were just going bonkers trying to figure out what to do with them. We would stop the car. I mean, you know, this classic, the dad stops the car and says, you know, I'm just going to do this and do that. You know, well, this was grandpa stop <laughs> in the car. And, you know, it's not like, hey, I'm going to tell your parents. That's no good. Their parents don't pick them up for hours. Oh, my gosh, the things we would think of. I'm going to leave you by the side of the road and let the gypsies come and pick you up. (laughs) (laughs) They really just did like to argue a lot in the car. So this CD has just been magic. What's really interesting about this is we've been playing the CD for like three or four years now. And these kids still, as soon as you get in the car, the first thing they say is, Will you put on our music? Will you put on our music? (laughs) And all the way home, they sing these songs, and they absolutely love them. They never get tired of them, and they know them all absolutely by heart, every one of them. And even the baby knows all of them by heart. (laughs) They all three sit in the back, and in their little chorus back there singing the songs everywhere we go. We have serious radio in the car, and Kira and I have several different stations that we have pre-selected. And one of them is an oldies of love songs. We were playing this the other day, and I picked up the older kids from school. And on the way home, basically, I shut the radio off when I was picking them up. And so then I put the radio back on, and the love songs came up. And my granddaughter, who was seven, said, can we have uh, music? And so I said, well, I just put the music on. She said, no, no, our music, our music. So I knew she meant the CD of these um, Americana songs. and We just leave it in there now. We just leave the CD in, and (laughs) whenever they get in the car, we play it. But it is requested. They still want it, and they still want to hear it over and over again. Now, I need to take just a quick sec here for a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Time to thank one of our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. And we're back. Now, one of the things that our youngest grandchild does is she likes to surf the net. She likes to go on YouTube, and she likes to listen to some of her favorite singing artists. And I imagine at home, she gets exposed to a lot of different music. Our kids are 
quite a bit younger than we are. But that one of the ones that she really loves is Katy Perry. Lately, we've been teaching her how to use YouTube on the a large screen TV because it's one of the integral parts of it. Mm. And it's a little bit different than using a desktop or a laptop. But she does like to listen to Katy Perry and Roar is one of her favorites. That goofy little one that they did Friday night with the different acting and so on. That's also one of her favorites. And one of the things that Kira found on Facebook and started playing about two years ago now, I think. I'll let her tell you about it. It's a flash mob presentation on YouTube. And again, I'll put a link up on the website for it. I've seen it going around Facebook, but I also had first been exposed to it, as he says, on YouTube one day when I was searching. And it's putting on the Ritz. It's a flash mob of a Russian wedding. And they're playing this music. It's just amazing because the kids really get into singing it. It's a very upbeat song. And they're just putting on the Ritz. And the kids get up, they start dancing all around the living room. It's just something they request over and over and over again. And the baby was, when we first started playing this, she was just really learning to walk. She really had just... About 18 months, <laughs> she, I think. Yeah, about 18 months old. She had really just learned how to walk. She was still holding on to furniture. But she would just get up and start wiggling. And she just loved that. She never tired of it. And our second grandchild, the middle one, who's now seven, going on eight in about a month, she also loved to dance to that one. So, And I actually have some videos someplace of them dancing to that wedding flash mob. So if you haven't seen it, you might want to search for Putin on the Ritz, the Russian wedding flash mob on YouTube. Now, we have tried other versions of that and other performers of that, and it doesn't seem to have the same effect as how this flash mob came together to celebrate this couple's wedding. So that's part of the magic, I think is how this whole flash mob gets built in sub-zero temperature somewhere outside of Moscow, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a And they have a whole park. dance routine that they're doing. It's a huge group of people, yeah, at, least, like, just... at least maybe two or 300 people. And they're all dancing to this music and, and orchestrated dancing. It's quite the thing. Of course, what's going around now since a year and a half ago is the movie Frozen. <laughs> Need I say more? Let it go. We Let were go. picking her up at preschool oh, a couple of weeks ago or so, and I was talking to another grandmother, and a woman came in, and another grandmother as well, and she was overhearing the conversation, and she said, well, have you watched Frozen? And I go, oh, I rolled my eyes. Only about a hundred times. <laughs> I said, we've made the mistake of buying it. Uh -huh. you know. And so our granddaughter plays it all the time, all the time. Oh, my God, plays it when we eat well, lunch. She's, she's now gotten to the point where she's actually acting out the parts. She gets in costume and she, <laughs> she takes off her gloves and she tosses them across the room. And Queen Elsa <laughs> leaves the party and she's in somewhat of disgrace and she goes up to the North Mountain, and of course, she's creating the blizzard as she goes. And then she gets onto the upper part of the North Mountain, and this is before the ice bridge is built, and she starts that song, Let It Go. And in the song, the first thing that comes off is her right-hand long glove, and then the second thing that comes off is the cape. And that's when she said, I never mind the cold anyway. And then the cape goes flying in the wind. <laughs> and then her crown goes flying. So our four-year-old granddaughter 
puts on her glove, <laughs> her mitten, and it's blue as well, but it's a light blue. And she gets something that she can put around for her cape. And as these parts in the video happen, and they're happening on our big screen TV in the living room. So she's watching and she's dancing and she's moving around. And every now and then she turns and watches us to see, are we watching, you know, are we her audience? Watching her performance. And the glove goes flying across the room. And then the cape goes flying after that. And then she takes her headband or maybe sometimes the tiara that she has a little plastic tiara and throws that when it's the right time for doing it. It's just so fun to watch. And then when the song is over and she's finished, we better clap. <laughs> right. Because the other day we said, hooray. And she said, no, clap, clap. <laughs> so we're hoping that she'll at least have some experience when she gets into high school getting into the plays and getting into some of the musicals, because we think that this is a great way to get them prepared for that. Absolutely. Now, we need to take one more quick break to thank our other sponsor. Again, we'll be back in a sec. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. And welcome back. We were talking about different ways that kids experience music. And one of the things that they also do is watch movies on television. Of course, Frozen, Bill's already mentioned. But some of the movies today are just wonderful. One that comes to mind is Teen Beach Movie. And that one just has a lot of really wonderful. Of course, it's more from our era. So we really do enjoy that one. (laughs) But it is a musical through and through and top to bottom. And it was a very light, happy well-executed, well-directed musical. It's a few years old now, and I understand they're making a sequel of it that will be released, I don't know, this year. can't wait. (laughs) But it was really well done, and she really loves the songs. Our youngest granddaughter, again, she really loves the songs in that one as well. (laughs) And another thing they're really into is the Monster High movies. They really love those, and we have several of those that they like to listen to, and They sing the music at the beginning and at the end, and it's just really quite a drama and teaches some really good principles, I think, even though they do have all of the dolls running around looking like Monsters. Monsters. But but gussied up Barbie dolls. It is monster high after all. But some of the principles are really well done. I think so, too. And very good life lessons. So they enjoyed the Fresh Beat Band. Now, that's, oh, maybe three years ago now. And it was actually a created band for television, kind of like the monkeys in our era. (laughs) I haven't been following to see if they're still really popular. But at the time that our kids were in that age and were watching the Sprout programs and TV shows like that, that's when they were doing the Fresh Beat Band. It was a wonderful band, too. So, And it was very fun and clean and it didn't have a lot of suggestive stuff in it. So it was fun, and it was fun for us to let them have fun with it. (laughs) And so this is our household. We do have music on a daily basis, and I think that more and more kids are being exposed to music in this way. Of course, it does require parents to be monitoring what they're watching, making sure that they are getting a wholesome view of what's going on in the world. But it's really a lot of fun, and it's something you can do together with the kids. 
So we recommend it. You do have to monitor different videos and different stars. I can hear some parents out there going, you let them watch Katy Perry. (laughs) But you know what? She has some really wonderful videos. She has some questionable ones, too. Mm -hmm. And we don't turn those on. (laughs) Or if our granddaughter starts picking those, we'll move it to something else and a little bit more fun and something that we know we can trust. So it is a monitoring thing, as Kira said. It's totally. Absolutely. (laughs) So that's our show for today. Bill and I want to thank you again for listening to the Happy Kids Podcast. To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcast and look for Better Living Institute Happy Kids Podcast. There you'll also find all the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk Podcast, the Healthy Tips Podcast, the Love Stories Podcast, the Happiness Experience, and, of course, Happy Kids Podcast. At the Better Living Institute, we're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcast and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us some feedback. You can also like and message us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kira and Bill Van Ittersom for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone. Mm-hmm.